someone came to me and asked me to hear God's voice for them, and I got it wrong. Now what? Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 21. Now, when they came to me, I was actually not really in the position that I normally in when I'm hearing his voice. I was kind of driving around, I was going through my day, and I was kind of living the busy life and just kind of one thing to the next. My mind was racing. And I'm like, all right, let me just pause for a minute and kind of get into this. And I was like, well, I've been practicing hearing his voice a lot lately, so hopefully it'll just kind of flow. And I ended up going through and I started hearing some things. And it was funny because there was a piece that I felt like I was actually hearing his voice in. And then there was stuff that just kind of came out of me uh, as I was kind of speaking. It kind of bubbled out of me once I started actually telling her what I was getting. And it's funny because the part that I was actually hearing, I got wrong. And the part that bubbled out of me was right. And she told me this. She's like, actually, this is wrong and this is right. So I was able to kind of analyze it a little bit more after. I talk about this periodically. If you want to start hearing God's voice, don't stop the flow. Don't analyze it while you're getting the word, but write it down and then come back to it later and figure out what was right, what was wrong, what were the fruits that came out of it and through it. Like when you're analyzing like, okay, was I feeling rushed, anxious, all these different things, or was I be feeling calm and led and peaceful? And then test it with scripture and then show it to someone else. And when I showed it to her, it was actually, I got my facts. So what did I do? I went to God. I'm like, what the heck? What, what's going on? Why did I miss this? And because I missed it, I was like, let me actually call myself. Because in the moment I got it, I was, I was like I said, I was anxious. Uh, not anxious, but I was just focused and kept going to the next task and task. My mind was racing and I was like, all right, let me just pause over and just do this. And so now I came back to him and I'm like, let me, let me stop for a minute. I put on some music that was uh, like instrumental music. And I kind of just quieted myself down. I started getting stuff that was coming in my head like, oh, I need to do this, need to do this. And I just wrote it down. What I've been like to do is I like to grab my laptop and I'll open my documents anything that I can write on a notepad or anything on the computer and then I'll type out what I hear because when I write it out with a pen and paper it's much slower and it kind of prevents me from hearing him quickly so I want to make sure I get it all down as fast as I can so that's what I like to do and so what I did at the bottom of what I was writing he, what I was expecting to hear from him I started writing out all the things that were in my head like oh, I'll grab some coffee do this find this on this thing do this so that way I had room for him to speak to me. And so as I did that, I paused, I quieted myself, I let the music kind of play and I just pulled back. And he's like, Shane, the reason that you missed the word is because you leaned on your own understanding. You pulled from what you remembered about her rather than what was actually coming forth. There's actually a process in learning to come off your own understanding and fully rely on me, but it takes time and practice. Now remember how I said you gotta test this with scripture? Well, 
Where's that? It's in Proverbs 3, 5, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I was leaning on my own understanding. I was pulling from something that I actually knew about her in the past, which conflicted with what I was trying to do in the moment. I, I was focused on kind of getting a right word, getting it correct and hearing him and whatnot that actually messed me up. And when I got past that, I was able to say that part. And after that, when I was kind of flowing, out bubbled, like it literally felt like it, it was just kind of inspired thought coming through my my body to my mouth. It's kind of like when you eat something really, really spicy and it's messing with your stomach a little bit and you can feel it in your stomach. And when you eat the spice, it kind of goes down and you feel it. Or maybe even like water, you're drinking water, really, really cold water when you're hot and it goes down, you can feel it going down and sitting in your stomach. It's the opposite. So when I felt it bubbling, I actually felt as if like cold water although it was, it was kind of warm and it rise it rose up and came out of my mouth it's like the exact opposite process but that's what it felt like i can literally feel something in my stomach and it rose up and came out of my mouth and that's what i mean when i say bubbling up now that was accurate and what i heard was wrong and it was interesting because he kind of continued to speak to me. And he's like, you need to come to me and lean not on your own understanding. You got to practice that. And he's like, one step that you can do to start practicing that is by surrendering your own thoughts. Put them aside. Put aside your memory. Put aside your longing to get a right and accurate word. Just put it aside and just let things flow. Risk yourself to failure. Be willing to allow yourself to fail and get it wrong. It's okay. You're practicing. You know, when I played sports growing up, I was, in, I was on the football team and coach would always say something during practice. He's like, you practice as if you're playing a game because when you're playing a game, you'll play it how you practiced. You don't just turn on this intensity that wasn't there that previously. It's something that you actually have to do constantly. What you practice the same way as you would play a game, as if you're in the moment. And that day I hadn't been practicing. I had been just going, thinking about a whole bunch of different things. I can't remember everything, but I just remember my mind just kept going from one thing to the next thing, one to the next thing. I was working and doing all these things and I just wasn't in any way at all ready to be doing that and hop into it. But here's the thing. Holy Spirit was also sharing with me. He's like, you know, in the beginning, when you're beginning to practice hearing his voice, there are steps that you need to take to kind of set the stage for that. For example, you need to kind of sit yourself down in a quiet room with no distractions. You need to have things ready for you to write out the stuff in your head, putting on some music, being able to step aside, put your eyes on Jesus. There's a, a lot of extra steps. It could take maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes to get ready to hear his voice. And the goal over time is to actually lower the amount of time it takes to set the stage. And you go from 
having to really quiet yourself and glow your mind and putting on all this music and, and praying and doing all these things, things to, to prepare yourself to hear from him to maybe, all right, now you don't have to pray before. You can kind of just quiet yourself to eventually you don't need any music. You just kind of go there and to eventually to the point where you no longer have to set the stage where you're living on the stage, you're constantly on the stage, where you're receiving and hearing his voice all the time, but that takes time to get to. And the thing is, if you don't live on the stage, the more time it begins to set up the stage. So let's say I go a few days without setting it and preparing things up. Setting, like, And when I say setting the stage, I mean literally like positioning yourself to be able to hear him, quieting your mind, getting things out, being able to uh, put in on music to kind of help, maybe put yourself in an environment that helps. Those are all things that consist of setting the stage. And if you go to a point where you don't really need the music anymore, you don't need to be in a place where you're just sitting there and you're actually kind of able to hear him on the go. Well, if you aren't talking to him on the go consistently, then you kind of take a step back from where you actually were. Meaning the next time I want to go back, if it's been like a few days before I've been actually doing that, now I need to play some music. Now I need to actually sit down to hear him. Does that make sense? It's kind of like when you work out and you get really strong. Let's just say on a bench press and you're bench pressing and you're working out consistently three times a week. You're going there, you're getting stronger. You've, you can now lift like 40 pounds more because you've been consistently going to the gym for three months. But then you take like three to four weeks off. Now you were able to do 200 pounds, but now because you took time off, you can only do 180 pounds and you got to work yourself back up. It's the same thing in hearing his voice. And sometimes I forget that. I, I have definitely forgotten that at times. And I'll just try and hear him the way that I had been previously a week ago. But now it's like, ah, I actually haven't been practicing hearing him so in that way. So now I gotta go back and set the stage. Now, after you kind of set the stage and you're going through, he's like, all right, you got to put aside your memory, your longing to get right back your word. Then he said, for you, for me personally, he's saying, Shane, you missing the word will actually teach you more right now in this season because you will actually go back and figure out why you missed it. it like That's how I am. That's the way I'm wired. If I get something wrong, I want to know why I did it wrong and how to improve it. And that's what this whole podcast came out of me missing a word and going back to figure out why. How do I grow from this? And then he said, here's how you can practice being in my presence and hearing my voice daily. He's like, you need to come to me with intentionality and goals, a purpose. Why are you coming to me? What is the whole soul purpose? And because I got it wrong, I'm like, I just want to tune in and make sure I'm hearing him correctly. So my goal is like, I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. That was my goal. Now, sometimes I've mentioned this previously. I've gone to him with the expectation of being able to get answers. I came to him with an answer of content for my courses. 
business strategy, words for my friends. Those are all different goals. But now I'm like, all right, I want to just make sure I'm tuned in and lined up with you so I can hear you correctly. Let's do that. That's my purpose and my goal right now. And then he's like, all right, now you need to do simple exercises like writing everything I'm saying down. Now that is just an amazing practice. That honestly, you should never get rid of that one. Now, yeah, you may be in times where you won't be able to write things down and he'll just begin to speak to you. And you're like, oh, I have no way of getting this down. That's okay. There's, if you don't have the ability to write down, don't beat yourself up because of it. It's okay. But I'm just saying that's something we should probably never stop doing. And then he's like, all right, let's go back to the basics. And it's funny because these basics that he told me, I've known for a long time and I've been wondering, do I share these with people or are they too basic? But after him telling me what they were and me going through it, I'm like, no, this is needed. I felt a personal change in the time I was spending with him. I felt his presence. Like I literally felt as if it's kind of as if I was a magnet and my ceiling was metal. Or vice versa. And I could feel myself wanting to be pulled up. Like my hair was standing up. I felt lighter. I felt like this pressure that I've been having on my mind, this worry just lifted off. Like it's as if parts of me, like worry, anxiousness, sadness, anything like that, it just began to lift off and go to the ceiling because. Yeah, let's flip that. The ceiling was a magnet and I was the metal. And all these things that were on me were just being lifted off. But my skin and stuff still wanted, it felt as if it was being pulled upward. Like I literally feel him there. After I went through these questions. Now, what are the questions? The first one was, Holy Spirit. Who is Jesus Christ? Actually, let me backtrack in one second. First, I asked him, Holy Spirit, are you there? And I got a simple yes. Then I asked him, Holy Spirit, who is Jesus Christ? And why did I ask him this? Because in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, it says, No one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Your mind can't say it. Demons can't say it. Only those by the Holy Spirit. So I asked him, Holy Spirit, who is Jesus Christ? And he began to tell me, he's the son of God. He's Lord. He's all God. And he came down to earth for you. And then he was died on the cross, resurrected, ascended and glorified. Now sits at the right hand of God. He is fully God. And when he was here, he was 100% man and 100% God. And he just began to tell me all about Jesus. And it was amazing. I'm like, yes. It's so good to just remember who he is and what he did for me. Then I went on to the next question. Are you the same spirit that lived in Jesus Christ? He said, yes, I am. And at this point, I'm feeling that magnetic pull upward like my... My hair on my body's lifting up. I'm feeling these little tingles all over my body. And 
things are just, I'm feeling a lot lighter and good. And I asked him, will you speak to me right now? And he's like, yes, I will. And I went into the simplest question you can ask him. What do you think of me? And he's going to tell me all these different things. You know, I was actually on camera recently and just just random things, all of my friends videotaping and whatnot. And I'm looking, I'm like, dude, I don't look good in these. So I, I felt like a little body shame. And he started telling me about how beautiful I am and, and I look good. And he started addressing all these concerns I had about myself. And he's just like, no, that's not true. Those are lies. You're a really handsome person. You're worthy. I love you. I adore you. I enjoy being with you. He just starts saying all these things. And it, it honestly felt amazing. You know, it's funny when you hear that stuff from other people, you're like, you kind of write it off. And you're like, ah, thanks. But this came from someone I adore. And when he said it, I could feel the truth in it. Hmm. It's funny because after I did this and I, I gone through these simple questions, mm -hmm. he told me, my voice will stay with you always, but advancement in hearing me looks like keeping the way that your body shifted and the presence you felt with you at all times, even after you get up and leave that moment. Because I got up afterwards and I went and made some coffee and when I made some coffee, my body just felt normal. It kind of felt cold and because sometimes I feel a heat when I feel him and I felt cold and I could feel like, all right, I'm no longer being pulled. My hair came down. Like, okay, I feel normal, I guess. And I just went through and he's like, no, 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 no. Advancement will look like you never leave in that place. But my voice is always with you. But you got to be intentional all the time. This is all intentionality. If you aren't intentional, you lose it. I think it's even a law, the law of intentionality or the law of uh, using it. Or I forget the exact term. Maybe I can find that later on. But it says, yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. We never lose him, but our ability to hear him can weaken. We have to strengthen it all the time. Be intentional. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit, and I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Till next time.